Boom. Two in a day. Yes. Um, Just banging them out. You, you came back from a vacation, I heard. Yeah. Not uh, heard, but no. It's, it, it was almost a month ago, so uh, definitely we, we, I hope, I wish we had found the time to record since then. But Busy times, man. Yeah, I, you know, I'm always traveling abroad out of the country. Yeah. I wanted to get a chance to see parts of this beautiful country of ours. Yeah. So I went to the West Coast. I wanted to go there for a little while. So booked a trip to uh, the Vancouver area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, before before we go into yeah. your Vancouver trip, just thinking, we should do a rodeo one, like out in uh, Calgary. Yeah. I heard it's like a friggin' party out there, and it, and it's not just country music and shit. Yeah, because I heard Usher <laughs> performed at this. <laughs> yeah, it's a Stampede, right? It's the Calgary Stampede. Yeah, yeah. I think um, in terms of that, I guess I've heard a lot of good things about it. It depends yeah. on how you feel about like animal ethics and stuff. I probably don't want to get into it, but. Well, the There's horse. some questionable shit going down. Like, oh, the riding horse, a bull? Yeah, riding the bull and horses, like, just dying. Like, horses breaking a leg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, in the chuck, chuck wagon races. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't really have to go to that. Um, those those events yeah. to enjoy a good time yeah. around the festival. Yeah, it's just a festival. It's just probably music playing. You yeah. Know, parties like, going on. Like, here's an unpopular... Like, everyone, when you say, oh, what's your music preference? They're all like, I love everything except heavy metal and country. Like, listen... If the country music is like catchy, yeah, and like good song. You talking I, about I, Taylor Swift? I, I don't. <laughs> or Old Town Road? <laughs> I don't. I don't know about those because I don't really like this new style of music. Yeah. But if a country music song is like catchy, why not listen to it? I don't. I don't really care. Yeah. I listen yeah. to almost everything. I, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. It's. I, I think we're gonna start going into the uh, into our life cycle where we start hating music. Yeah. Like the new shit that comes up. Because yeah. I find myself doing that. The whole mumble rap, like, sensation. Yeah. I just think, you know, in 10, 20 years when, you know, we're older, this phase is going to be gone. But the people who grew up during this generation are going to be like, oh, man. Like, they're going to look at the mumble mumble rap artists yeah. like they're Dr. Dre or Eminem. Dude, it's like Ja Rule for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can certainly appreciate what he brought to the table you know, 10, 15 years ago yeah. versus now you're listening to what's coming out now. You're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, man. Everyone gets hyped up on Travis Scott. I'm yeah. like, the fuck are you singing about? I watched that documentary on, on Netflix. Cool. Cool doc. But what's I'm it like, called? Travis Scott. Oh, okay. Uh, I, th- yeah, I don't know. It's just to test Travis Scott. Yeah. So I watched it for, for just to see, just just to have them explain to me this phenomenon yeah. of Travis Scott. <laughs> I still what, don't get. What it. has he done to deserve his own documentary? Well, I think his like last album's pretty pretty dope. And that uh, I to, can't believe I used the word dope. Yeah, they used to make documentaries about stuff that mattered. Yeah, now everyone gets a fucking documentary. I mean, I'm glad they made the Fire Festival documentary. That's probably my top top five favorite documentary for entertainment value. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But now everything's a documentary. The Michael Jackson thing, the R. Kelly thing, like yeah, yeah. I don't know. There, there's good ones, but yeah, I think we're yeah. we're transitioning into that life yeah. life stage where we hate everything. But you know what? It's their time, right? They yeah. they, they gotta do their shit. They they gotta enjoy it. It's yeah. like this the previous is... generation that looked at us when yeah. we were at ED, like Vegas and those EDM pools. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are these guys doing in there? This world is not for us anymore. Right? Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> I I I sit there listen to Avicii. You know, rest in peace. Yeah. And like, you get back, you get those feelings about like yesterdays. Mm-hmm. And I guess the world is different now. Like I look on Google, Google Play, 
I remember a time when I used to get all these recommendations for new albums. Like all my favorite artists are releasing stuff. Like every month, I get like yeah. something new. Now it's like my artists are now no longer producing anything. Yeah, They're I'm just, I'm turning back the hands of time. I'm just freaking listening to old shit. Yeah, you know, back in my university days. Fuck, that's gonna be that, that's the life right there. But anyways, Vancouver. Yes, yes, <laughs> we we tend to do that. Um, beautiful place. So I really loved. You know, being in the fresh air, being near the mountains, seeing the mountains, like in the background everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it was just so different from Ontario. Ontario is flat, mm-hmm. like flat as fuck. Like Vancouver, you got like the sea there, you got the ocean there, you got the, the mountains. Um, great to be in like a new city and get to experience it. Uh, I spent some good time with our, our friend Raybert. Yeah. Shout out Raybert. I know you're listening. Like Raybert, I uh, just want to, if you're listening... Just want to give you like thanks for everything. Like you went above and beyond. Yeah. Like, I'm usually a very no fuss person. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to disturb people. I don't want to make people do anything for for me. But like you drove me around. You took me to dinner. Like, like wine and dine me, man. If you weren't married <laughs> with two kids, I'm just saying. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was it was great. Um, got to spend a whole day with with these two kids, uh, five and three year old. Like I think. That experience actually changed me. Like I don't know why. I'm, as I get older, I'm getting softer, right? <laughs> so I never say I'm like the best with kids or whatever. But as you guys are now getting older, you guys are having your own kids. Like he was the leader from mm-hmm. that standpoint, having his two kids like before everyone else. Like before, moving, uh, no one knew he even had like yeah. the first kid. But all right, <laughs> moving out there and, and living his life. Like his kids are, are a lot of fun. Yeah, um, like a lot of fun to play with. Like the older one is is talking and like you know just. You know, being very social. Yeah, yeah. They want to play all the time. They, you know, have no reservations. I mean, when the younger one had had his meltdown, that was a little bit crazy. But <laughs> I think, you know, he handled it so well. Yeah. All right. And it was, it was a good time. I think that changed me. Like, I remember sitting in their car and, like, they were in the middle row and they had goldfish crackers. Yeah. And they had to share them. Yeah. And then I remember looking back there and be like, are you kids sharing? And they were sharing. Yeah. Right. And I, I kind of applied this to my my work team. Yeah. Like my two guys. I'm like, I heard you guys were sharing your work while I was gone. Like, I'm so proud. I'm so proud of you guys. Like, so one of your uh, your dudes is older than you, and the other one's way younger. Yeah. Yeah. But I think in terms of experience level, I'm just ha- so happy they got along. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one weird moment with um, Raver's kids, I was on on the UBC campus, and like, you know, Raver was off on the side, like, you know. Just watching us, we were on like this hill in this like the forum area, mm-hmm. grass, this grass hill, and then like his daughter's wearing this like white dress, and she starts rolling down this grass hill, and I'm like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> what do I do? And the other kids are rolling down because kids like to roll down hills. Yeah, right? kids are just kids, man. They do the but, most random shit, dude. Like, I mean, these are two Asian kids. I'm like a black guy, and like all these white people were like looking at us, mm-hmm. kind of weird, and I felt the need to explain myself. Like what? Their dad's over there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I just felt so aw- awkward. Yeah. I'm like, why can't I be their babysitter? Why can't I be their uncle? Actually, why can't you be their father? Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Although, don't give Raber any ideas. Yeah. Because he did want me to live with him, and I said no. This is crazy. That's a crazy idea. I, I took uh, took his offer when I was out there myself. Yeah. Yeah. He he, hospitality level is like on point. Um, yeah, like you said, he takes you everywhere. Yeah. Uh, when I was there, 
the second of the smallest youngest ones wasn't around yet yeah. well technically he was around but yeah. he wasn't outside yeah in the <laughs> external world yeah uh the older one was was back in toronto um yeah if yeah dude will show you a good time mm-hmm. but yeah I, I like vancouver but i feel like no one works there i i don't know if i got that vibe wouldn't you want to you want to explain because we were there during the week mm-hmm. like monday to friday and i didn't see any suits like when you come to toronto you you, you go downtown during monday to friday mm-hmm. you're gonna see a whole bunch it's a rat race everyone's rushing to get to places yeah but in in vancouver we were there and it's just it's like so laid back yeah did you think so really i thought it was laid back but grant i was there maybe four or five years ago yeah i mean i got almost an opposite vibe yes i didn't see the suits but i felt like people were more uptight there like you're surrounded by mountains and like fresh air and like ocean mm-hmm. and i felt like people were different than toronto like they gave how, me how so? people gave me a kind of cunty vibe there oh like, yeah more cunty than toronto yeah you're gonna like, keep hitting that combo on the c word there <laughs> yeah I, I know your wife i know your wife doesn't like that word but uh <laughs> i mean it in the, i mean it in not an aggressive way like kind of but in the most sincere and truthful way yeah this is the word that i would use so i'm not going to censor myself here yep like I just felt like people were more uptight than in Toronto. I'm just, I'm used to a certain level of like uptightness. We know life there is maybe more active, but mm-hmm. also like life is expensive there. Like mm-hmm. food's expensive, living is expensive there. But what's what's that one experience or a couple experiences that made you describe? I have, I have one experience. So you know, I had a chance to to ride a bike around Stanley Park, you know, with with uh, Raber and his kids. Yeah, uh, he was on a skateboard. Um, of course the little one was on one of those bikes that you have to um walk balance one yeah the balance balance bike and then the the older one was on a bike she could kind of keep up but like they were kind of holding me back yeah yeah. so uh raybert was nice enough to say just ride we'll go to the water park and you come back and meet us after so it's like cool yeah right so i went on a nice nice ride around the seawall absolutely beautiful ride nice lengthy ride so i i get to a point where I, i guess i need to go use the washroom park the bike uh, go to the washroom and like this is like a, one of those long long pees. <laughs> okay, like, yeah, I had okay. to go and it had to go for a while. So then I'm in the park washroom going, and then like this guy behind me in the line, the line is like, "Excuse me, there's a line behind you." Yeah, well, if I can take in a piss, I'm like, buddy. Do you want to come here and shake like the piss off my dick for me? <laughs> like, <laughs> did you say that to him? What the fuck? Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't say that to him. Um, but you know, that's what I was thinking at the time. Yeah. I just gave this guy like the dirtiest look. Yeah. After that, because you should have said like you don't understand what it's like to have a BBC, yo. I I, <laughs> I, I could have said that. That probably would have prolonged the conversation with him, explaining terms and stuff. But like, yeah. it's that cunty attitude, like. Yeah. Dude, just wait. Yeah. Like, what is the difference between, like, 10, 15 seconds? Yeah. Uh, That's strange, man. Like, fuck, well, where, where do you have to go? No one works there. Yeah. like Except I mean, for Raver. I know you work a lot. But he, no yeah, one else he was works all, there. He was all geared up in, like, his bike gear. Like, he just looked. He gave me, oh, that, he okay. gave me, he gave me that cunty vibe about oh, shit right. and the voice that he used. I'm just like. Oh, yeah, you're talking, like, those uh, rope bike gears and everything right or yeah and he's an older gentleman but oh, like man, that just gave me the vibe that like dude you're taking life way way, way too seriously like what do you think what do you think i'm doing at 
there. Like, yeah, if then you're fucking busting a nut in there, yeah. and then before going, dude, that was the prime example of like the cunty experience that like changed my mind about like the Vancouver people. Yeah, I know there's there's likely some good people. Um, the food there is great. I had the best ramen I ever had in my life. Yeah, there, it's fresh seafood, but the people. People are the only reason why I wouldn't live there. Yeah. I'm surprised that dude wasn't fucking blazing up and then <laughs> riding. Maybe he was. I don't know. But we For sure, to, no, yeah, man. Weed is supposed to chill you out. This guy yeah. was just super uptight. Yeah. Fuck. But, but granted, how old is this dude? Maybe like 40-something, 50. Oh, fuck. Fuck yeah. that dude, man. I thought you were talking like 60s or whatever. Oh. Like, who knows, man? Maybe his bladder can't... He can't hold that bladder. He right. has to go. That man can go outside. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That man, that man's probably not even wearing underwear. He can just yeah. fucking pee while he's riding, man. No right. one would even know. No one would know. Exactly. That's just sweat, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think their food there, without having to travel all the way to Japan, their sushi and, like, ramen is pretty good. It's not pretty yeah. good. It's, a, it's good. That, yeah. That's, a, that's all I have to say on that one. Definitely. And we were wandering around that Friday night. Derek actually made it into town yeah we went and wandered for ramen we ended up wandering on a place after like tr- trying to find a place to eat and like failing miserably like, yeah because the prices were like crazy <laughs> and it was raining too yeah so we had to find a place but we ended up in a really good spot yeah like so oh were, were you guys down in chinatown we were at robson street in oh yeah downtown. Chinatown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we found a really good, good spot i can't complain about about that uh aside from vancouver i went to whistler just yeah. took the, the drive out to whistler beautiful drive on the sea to sky highway oh yeah yeah absolutely breathtaking in my kia sorrento <laughs> shout out to kia their, their highway's <laughs> slow though i think it's 80 kilometers if i remember um it's not that slow in in different places i think it was a fairly good ride and it was a weekday too i only went on a weekday yeah um so the ride wasn't bad uh, i stopped in squamish yeah uh so squamish festival r.i.p yeah. <laughs> oh squamish festival's done yeah man yeah. It, it was it was one of it was my first and only festival I ever went to, and it was fun. Yeah? Yeah. It's great, man. You listen to music, and you got, like... Mountains. The mountains behind yeah. you. Uh, campgrounds kind of bullshit, though. Like, oh. if if you don't... Uh, it's, it's like fucking a frat party on oh. a campground. In mud. In mud. Much, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. People just, like, fucking... You're just oh. dirty as shit, man. Damn. Damn. It, it was an experience yeah. that I do not want to do again. No, you're old now. You got a kid, so, I mean... Yeah. It's over anyway. So even yeah. if you wanted to, you're not you're not going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, stopped in Squamish. Went to some different hikes. Yeah. I went to the. Did you do the Chi? No, I didn't. I just didn't have time. So yeah, I yeah. went to uh, Shannon Falls. Okay. Saw the small waterfall. Came back because I went on my way back to um, Vancouver to right. go to Victoria. Don't go to Victoria, by the way. I went to Victoria. The best thing is the ferry ride to get there and the ferry ride to leave. Yeah, because it's, it's the ferry ride's pretty long. I think it was like two hours, right? It's long, but those ferries are like decked out. Yeah, like restaurants and, and like yeah, yeah. everything. So that was kind of surprising. Um, well, uh, Victoria is like the auto equivalent of Ontario. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I remember it was raining, raining so bad one day. I'm like, I was out. I'm like, where am I gonna go? I will go inside the Parliament building or yeah. the uh, the legislature and just hide out for like Shit. an hour. Did you go down to the uh, I think the docks or whatever where they have like all the all the food stands? I was supposed to make my way down there, but it was raining cats and dogs. Oh yeah, that day, uh, so not I the decided, greatest. You know what? I I got so bored at one point and it was raining. I went back to the Airbnb. Yeah, and then I had my gym gear with me. I went to Good Life and it worked out because <laughs> yeah. it was so wet. Yeah, I didn't want to be You'd outside. Probably go in the sauna, enjoy that. Dude, like, I realized in, in Vancouver 
that I didn't have a rain jacket. My jacket's not waterproof. So this trip made me buy a rain jacket when I got My back. wife went and bought a fucking rain jacket when we went out to Vancouver, like our Vancouver trip. Yeah. And hell, yeah, she bought it in Vancouver yeah. Island as well. You need that shit. Like, yeah. nothing will make you realize more than three days there when it just doesn't stop raining. Yeah. That, that's... It comes with age, man. Back yeah. in the day, I didn't care about walking around in soaked shoes and yeah. socks. Now I fucking bought rain boots. Yeah. And fucking, I'm so happy with that shit. Yeah. I got a rain jacket. I love that shit. Yeah. I go into work when it's raining. I offer my umbrella to my coworker because I, yeah. I got, I'm all yeah. decked out in my rain jacket and rain boots. Yeah. I'm waterproof pretty much. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're more well prepared for life now. Like nothing can, like, yeah. nothing can hinder you now. Dude, I was so angry because... As a TFC season ticket holder, it always fucking rains. It's mm-hmm. like 80% of the home games, it rains. And we're yeah. right by the lake. I got so mad one time. Hugo and Derek can attest to this. Mm. I fucking took my shoe and I whipped it across. Because I'm uh, so fucking cold and wet. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, I was just really angry. Mm. And that's when I decided I have to buy rain boots. So there's always that definitive moment where... Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with being wet. Yeah, because we don't want to do it, right? We're thinking rain jacket, whatever. I won't be in the rain. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell is that? Extra expense. Now it's like I just want to be prepared for everything. Mm-hmm. Like, like in the morning, I fucking pull up my weather app. I'm like, oh, chance of rain. Yeah. Rain boots. Yeah. Waterproof <laughs> shoes. Waterproof everything. Yeah. Like, you just don't want to be uncomfortable now. Before, it used to be cheap and like live with it. <laughs> but hold it there. I'm still cheap. Yeah. But I don't want to be cold. Yeah. Cold and wet. So you still find a good value. Just yeah. something that will keep you warm. I'll n- this rain jacket's going to last me 25 years. Yeah. And some of you guys are going to say, hell no. That's not possible. I'm still wearing t-shirts back in high school. So yeah. shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that sweatshop labor, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you keep it real. Yeah. So how long, how long were you out in Victoria? I was only in Victoria for like a day and a half. And oh, that was, shit. That was like a day too long. Dude, I was, exactly. I was yeah. only there for half a day. <laughs> yeah. It was just a little bit too long for me. And I wanted to check it out just to see, say I, I saw it. Yeah. I know, I know uh, your wife said to go to Tofino. It was just too far. Yeah, Tofino is a long drive. So I, I just decided let's stay in the same area um, and go to some different places. Whistler was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. A little bit more touristy there. There's a lot of international people there. Yeah. But I just went there, did some hiking, did some uh, mountain biking around the area. Oh, sick. I met a couple from Oregon. Yeah. Um, we were talking about the Raptors and Bianca yeah. winning like the championship and stuff. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, mostly kept to myself mm-hmm. uh, in that in that place. But it was, I think it was, it was a pretty complete trip. I got to see people, you know, I know. Yeah. I got to have some independent travel. I got to eat good food. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't get any better than that. And I had no worries. I didn't. They didn't have to speak another language. They didn't have to leave the country. Yeah. You so, didn't have to get fucking new currency. Yeah. I didn't have to get shots. Yeah. You got your phone. You got, you know, Canada-wide data yeah. and my, shit. My cousin's out there, too. Like, uh, we went for lunch. Um, we, she drove me around. She didn't have to do it. She drove me around Capilano. Uh, I did see that suspension bridge. Because mm-hmm. the dam... Oh, no. I saw this Lynn Canyon suspension bridge. Cause the smaller the Capil- suspension The Capilano one? bridge cost, like, 60 bucks. I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm not paying 60 bucks. I'll go to the free one. But the scene, well, I don't know because I didn't go because yeah. I picked Stanley Park over over the bridge. Yeah. But I saw the bridge, pictures of it. I'm like, shit, that would have been fun to go. Yeah. I can show you pictures of the Lynn Canyon Bridge. It looks okay. 
I guess. <laughs> but like, I'm not paying sixty bucks to go to a bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. No, but uh, I imagine it's like not just a bridge, right? I think you walk around it's like a theme, the it's like a theme park. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going in there. Fuck, dude, that. man. Some shit. Some some of these theme parks are pretty cool. Yeah. Like in in Mexico, when a couple of you way back when we went, there's mm-hmm. this uh, water park. Mm-hmm. You're swimming in the actual like uh, the 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 river. Yeah, of uh, Mexico, like whatever yeah. Amazon River kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and you see wild like fish and you yeah. see stingrays and shit yeah. like underneath you yeah that, so that was cool yeah. uh, you kind of just incorporate the thing but god knows how much like uh, damage we're doing to that ecosystem yeah. with our probably, sunscreen probably quite a bit yeah but yeah you know, overall it was is a, really, a really good trip yeah you just took off and went there i thought we were gonna do like some guys guy guy thing there i would have been down to go to yeah I mean, go to vancouver there's always another opportunity right yeah west coast is fun though yeah, I want to try the East Coast. I know your wife went there and they had like a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, hurricane. Um, what's what's the name? I can't remember what yeah. hurricane. Yeah, I was stuck with with the kid for for a week. Yeah. It was good bonding time, mm-hmm. but I planned just enough. Plan is in quotation marks because mm-hmm. it's not really planned. My mind was mentally prepared to have him for seven days. Mm-hmm. But that whole hurricane delayed their flight, so I had him for eight days. Oh, and that extra day broke That extra you. day broke me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you should check it out. It's pretty... It's different. It's not... You're not going to find, like, a big city. Like, like in Vancouver or mm-hmm. BC, you can mm-hmm. still have Van- Vancouver. It's yeah. not like Toronto, but it's still got, like, a bit of a, a city life to it. Yeah. Over there, it's not so much. You're, you're going there for hikes, and you're, yeah. you're checking out the scenery. Yeah. I mean, again, the people need to chill out a bit. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, beautiful place. I need to find a way to get back out there to work somehow. Like I work from home, oh yeah, so yeah, I yeah. can roam a bit. Yeah, and you know, I'm the type of no fuss person. I paid to stay in the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. My cousin's like, "What the hell? Like you should have stayed with me." I'm like, "Look, like you got your husband, you got your kid, your you know teenager there. I'm like, yeah. not gonna stay in your house. Yeah, and, like I want to go. In, I want to go somewhere and come back at two a.m., three a.m. Like yeah. disturbing you. Like next time." I might come here and work here. Thank you for the offer. She's treating me to lunch. Yeah. Like, thank you. I don't want to just roll up to your hometown the first time and, like, stay with you. Yeah, like, I, I, I hear you. I'm very uh, conscientious about people's, people's lives. I don't want to intrude. So That's the thing, right? Like, even when you're when you're hosting, not hosting people, but when you have people coming into yeah. town, you, you want to show them a good time. And sometimes <laughs> maybe you're, it's a, you're overstepping the boundary, yeah. even though you're doing it for, for good reasons. Yeah. So, no, I get that. Yeah. Next time, sure, the offer is there. We met in person, you know, yeah, the offer yeah, is yeah. there. But the first time, no. I mean, the accommodations were expensive where I stayed. Yeah. Like the Airbnb. I couldn't stay in a hotel. And I couldn't stay in the, in the city, the downtown. Yeah. But um, next time I'll consider, you know, going out there to work maybe for a week or two, you know, spend some time, you know, chip in for like, you know, their whatever payments for their house and groceries <laughs> or whatever and then just, just live there and, and yeah. just have a good good time that'd be cool yeah 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 that, yeah that, that sounds like a good trip like yeah. did you go to east hastings so my cousin drove me through there just to keep it real like we, <laughs> we had lunch uh i forget which area it was um and then gas town dro- no no we didn't go to the gas town it was another area uh, she lived near olympic village area Okay. Um, and so we drove through Gastown. Oh, sorry, we drove through East Hastings to keep it real. Yeah. It's different than I ever imagined it. I had a picture of it in my mind, and then we drove through. I'm like, holy fuck, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, Look yeah. at all the homeless, like, people that are just, like, lined up on the street. It's line. It's like a, a full line. Yeah. 
You you only see this shit out on the West Coast because yeah. the weather is perfect for them. They don't have they don't need to find shelter. Granted, there's rain, but yeah, yeah, you know, they got their rain jacket and rain boots. Dude, I've heard rumors that like other provinces like pay to send their homeless people out there, and they're like drug addicts. They like pay to send them out there because the weather's good. Yeah, never take never never take a greyhound, man. You you don't know who sat in that seat. Yeah, could be like yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's um. It's just it was a, a stark image. I mean, and, and close to that area, you got Gastown. Well, like, you got you got Gastown. You got all the nice places near that area. Like it's it's just like a night and day. You cross the street, and it's like such a nice neighborhood. Yeah. And then you got East Hastings, and like in that near that area, I think you got like Chinatown somewhere near there. Yeah, too? Chinatown's just like maybe half a block or a block yeah. away. Yeah. Near there, I found. Um, Probably the best keto pizza I've ever had. Yeah. So I'm, I'm now my mission coming back is to find a good recipe for keto pizza and make it myself. Yeah. Like I ended up like sitting down there, and like I ordered, and this girl was there, right? She like looked at my pizza and she's like, "Oh, that looks so good," right? And then like she ordered her salad or whatever, and it's a big communal table, like something like this, except a little longer. Yeah. And then she sat down with the food. And I'm like, I presume to sit directly across from her. Yeah. Because, why not, right? Show her how how your mouth works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if you think this pizza looks good. Um, <laughs> yeah, we sat down and had a chat. It was actually kind of cool. But I didn't presume to, like, you know, over, step, overstep any bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. You she, weren't like like producer Nick. No, I, I wasn't uh, making romance across the sea. Yeah. Or across the country or whatever. Um yeah, I mean, she knew that I was from out of town. Yeah, or whatever. So I don't. And she's one of those serious like workout girls. So uh, she came from the gym. Yeah, like she had her workout like thing on, and she came to get her salad and probably yeah. peace out. So, can you ever see yourself living in, in Vancouver or like um, the West Coast? Possibly. Yeah. Um, again, it's Canada, right? So it's the same, almost the same thing as here. They got their burbs there, you know, Richmond and like. You know, Burnaby or whatever. I don't, actually, I, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, Toronto's always going to be home. I don't know if I'm ever going to leave here, like, yeah. permanently. I can't, like, think about leaving here is kind of crazy. And mad respect to the people who pick up their life and move to another country. Yeah. Or another place. I just don't know if that's for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm very comfortable with this this area. Yeah, I hear you. I had I had an opportunity to go out to, <laughs> to work in, like, Lululemon area in my field. And... Yeah, I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. That that was a probably like maybe six years ago when mm-hmm. when we still had like our hockey league run in. Yeah, was fully committed into that, and yeah, life was good. Not was, but yes, yeah. <laughs> is good. Yeah. So didn't didn't jump on that opportunity. But looking back, maybe maybe I could have done it for a year or two just to say like I lived out there. But yeah. oh well, got to move on, man. Yeah, got to move on. Your life is here now. Your yeah. family and friends are here. Yeah. Well, all all were here. Never yeah. left. Raybird so. is there. Raybird's so. there. I mean, so while we've been telling him to come back, we're yeah. waiting. If Hugo has a kid, he has to come back. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just like life, we're moving on to the next topic. Yeah. Very smooth. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, vaping, man. Uh, the big, the big fuss. It's it, like apparently a huge. Uh, what is that public public announcement? Right, like PSA is being sent out. President Trump, uh, Trump telling you, telling his people to stop vaping. Because it's killed seven people. Yeah, seven people out of uh, how big? Uh, how many people live in the states? In the states, maybe like 
340 million people. Yes. Yeah. Seven people are like a handful. Yeah. The drop of a dime, man. And, and they're sending it out. I just, it's, it, it's strange. Like, you, you know, you would know from the fact that this news is, you know, kind of first page, second page news. Yeah. That something is up, right? Mm-hmm. Something's happening. The, the news doesn't get into place unless someone wants to put it there. Yeah. Right? So we hear about all these stories like, you know, the, the Russia thing, the Ukraine thing. Yeah. All the, like, the Hong Kong protest thing. The news doesn't get put in place unless someone puts it there. Yeah. So someone has an agenda that they want to push here. Lobby groups easily, I'm thinking tobacco, right off the bat. Now, you you talk about, like, all the tobacco, uh, the vaping-related illnesses, the deaths that are happening. Yeah. Uh, We had one illness or one reported illness here. I'm sure there's many. Like, the one guy who went to the hospital from London. Yeah. Um. You could argue that it might be like those tobacco lobbyists, but there's some vaping companies that are owned by tobacco companies. Yeah. Did you know, like, like I'm sure you went through downtown, you saw that Vipe lounge on King Street, I think. I think. Yeah. It Vipe is owned by, like, British Tobacco or whatever that company is called. Like, all of the major tobacco players own, like, some vaping technology. Yeah. Like, so... At one side, you could argue that it's the tobacco lobbyists, but at, on one side, I'm like, well, they, they, have, they have a vested interest in keeping people using nicotine, whichever yeah. consumption method um, is possible. So I, 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 just, I don't know if I buy that, but at the end of the day, is the, just, is the justification there for people to be freaking out right now? Yeah, like if you're talking about you want to go and do a PSA to, to everyone worldwide, you're talking about... I'm just pulling up like the CDC um, notes. Just a couple of qu- quick ones. More than 16 million Americans are living with a disease caused by smoking. Mm-hmm. You know, 30 people live with a serious smoking-related illness. We're talking about like smoking tobacco, like cigarettes. Yes. And we're talking about seven people mm-hmm. in in vaping. And the thing is, they they release this news mm-hmm. without like clarification what it was. Yeah. It's street related thc yeah. thc being weed uh vape yeah i've used like the weed vape before mm-hmm. it's good it's it's quick you know smooth you, it's expensive mm-hmm. and you don't know where it's coming from if you if you buy it off a random syringe right it's, it's coming from china it's coming well, yeah, yeah potentially yeah. china's coming back and fucking them in, internally but only seven people at a time yeah <laughs> but the thing is it's like they didn't go again it's it's not surprising where it's media jump into a conclusion before having all the all the facts, and it's harder to come back and then release their findings and saying, "Oh, it's all related to these uh, illegal THC mm-hmm. um, concentrates," right? Because now everyone's thinking, "Oh, yeah, it's it's vapes, yeah, it's uh, Juul or whatever blue, whatever the 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 hit brands are." Because yeah. I know Juul has shut down all their marketing in America. Yeah, they shut down all their flavor except for menthol and. Uh, your the traditional black, to, the tobacco. Black people one. are happy. The menthols are still around. <laughs> yeah, you, you got like the traditional yeah. uh, flavor that you get from from cigarettes. Yeah. that's still being out there, but they shut everything down because now, oh, think of the children. Yeah, you know they're they're vaping everywhere, and you have all these news like, yeah, people like you know in high school or school they're vaping in in yeah. in the washroom. Yeah, I'm like, dude. Back when we were in high school, people were fucking these 14, 16-year-olds. Mm-hmm. We're smoking right in front of our school. Yeah. 
on the sidewalk. Yeah. No one stopped anything. No one did anything. I think like this whole thing about vaping being relatively new, uh, cigarettes have always had this grandfather clause, mm-hmm. right? Like only recently in the past 10, 15 years have it, has it been like no smoking near buildings, no smoking inside. Like you used to be able to smoke inside. Now you can't, you probably can't smoke inside almost anywhere. I think the smoking inside was probably back with... Was it back in the nineties or two thousands? I think there are still places that you were yeah. smoking indoors yeah. when we're in high school. So yeah, like it's a whole new technology, new thing, and it's, people don't really know about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the, people are trying to put a lid on this new thing that's like we don't know what it is. Stuff is coming from all over the place. We don't know what the health effects are. Yeah, like people are always like, "Oh, cigarettes are smoking, secondhand smoke. We can't have it inside because people people are going to breathe it." Yeah, but like now you have these vape these vape pens that people are smoking. Kids are smoking in class. Yeah, uh, allegedly. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know how many times like I'm walking on the sidewalk and then all of a sudden I friggin' smell bubble gum or like gummy <laughs> bears and I'm like. Or pineapple juice. I'm like, that is fucking delicious. Oh shit, that is vapor from somebody's lungs. <laughs> and I just inhaled that shit like it was a fucking meal. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think it was like maybe three. How long have I been there? For three? Four years ago, yeah. yeah. When when the whole vape sense uh, phenomenon happened. I got vape myself. Yeah. I was doing I remember, it. It was fucking delicious. I remember you guys had them. Yeah, like I never smoked cigarettes, right? Yeah. Never had a, smoke, a cigarette in my life. But it was... You know, it tasted good. You know, it's like almost you can get whatever flavor you want, blood orange and all that. Mm-hmm. It tasted amazing, and it's it's just it was fun for me for a little yeah. while, maybe a couple months, and then afterwards I, I sold that thing. Yeah, you blow some rings, blow some mushroom yeah. clouds. Like, yeah, feeling good. It was you look, you're looking cool out there. Fuck yeah. yeah! Again, transition of life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was still part of the it crowd then, but I didn't think there. It wasn't so much of a health issue back then mm-hmm. i didn't think no one ever brought it up because the whole vaping thing is championed mm-hmm. with oh let's get off of the cigarettes yeah and let's get you on the vaping thing it's yeah. a lot it's a lot better but granted there's self-control right like maybe the older people are just vaping and you just getting off of cigarettes yeah but here's the thing and here's the counter argument to that Whatever happened to like nicotine gum and like those patches, like those things, those, I don't, I don't it know. It doesn't how, work, right? Apparently. I don't know how well they work. Yeah, we, we, right. Yeah, but we we still know that we now know that these e-cigarettes don't do not work. Yeah, you're, right? you're just getting a stronger hit of a nicotine, and, and and they're even worse because it looks cool to use the, one of those like e-cigarettes. Yeah, like, even though it's like sucking on like some robot dick, like you put this <laughs> metal shit in your mouth, right? Yeah. These kids now, like, if, you, if, if if people are using patches or gum, nic- nicotine gum, to quit, no, like, teenager is going to be like, oh, fuck, I'm going to buy some nicotine gum because that shit's so cool. Yeah. Right? They're not going to put a patch on themselves. I feel like gums, even even regular gums, kind of dying down in terms of popularity. True. Mints are where it's at right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's because you can <laughs> use the tin cans afterwards to <laughs> hold your weed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... In terms of a method to quit smoking, I just don't think it's being successful, right? Um, I think even like cigarettes, in terms of the youth, it isn't as huge as in the past. No. It's really vaping now. Yeah, so, vaping is where it's at. And you know, even though it's illegal for these kids to get it, the kids are still getting it. You used to be able to ask your older brother or your your, your parents or some older adult to get you cigarettes yeah. and alcohol. Now it's like, get me a vape. Yeah. 
and even gas stations or whatever are selling these things to like miners. Yeah. Which is, I mean, partly due to the lack of regulations around it. Like, I think we had this this law that was supposed to go into place uh, in the in Ontario. Uh, there was a Smoke Free Ontario Act. Uh, guess who fucking fumbled that shit? Our, our Lord and Premier, uh, <laughs> Doug Ford. Like, they're supposed to put it in, supposed to tighten the rules around, like, vaping. Because kids can't buy vapes, but they can buy the fucking packages. They can buy the, the cartridges mm. now. Um, we're supposed to have a rule around how much nicotine is in it but the limit on the nicotine is crazy like the yeah. nicotine level is like in a one vape cartridge that can give you i think 200 puffs mm-hmm. it has enough nicotine that's in a pack of cigarettes yeah like that's that's insane that's a lot of nicotine in mm-hmm. one cartridge you feel like since you're vaping it's all water vapor it's not smoke you feel like it's healthier for you but that's blasting your body with like nicotine and other other chemicals yeah yeah, you don't know what you're, especially if you're going the younger generation or younger kids. They're getting it off of. They're not buying it from, from probably a legit place. Mm-hmm. Who knows where you're getting it from, right? And shit. Oh, that was gassy. Uh, okay. Yeah, like just inhaling it. You, you probably don't feel it. Like when I did it for a couple months, I didn't feel like that. It was affecting my my cardio or anything yeah. like that. But then again, I'm also not doing a puffing puffing it as yeah. as much as yeah. you know these kids. But you're also active. You you know you work out. You play sports. Whatever. Yeah. These kids are all now like inside, like never going outside. Yeah. So they had bre- they probably had breathing problems to begin with. Yeah. And then now they're adding <laughs> like, asthma. Some, yeah. They're adding something worse to the equation. It's just it, it just doesn't add up. It doesn't add up to anything good. Yeah. But don't you feel like they're jumping on on this whole vaping thing? Right away, because I I think it's probably helped a lot of people get off of cigarettes, uh, and it's hard to say like what's better. What you know is vaping better or smoking better? We're, we're between me and you, we're not going to solve that because we're yeah. not sci- scientific in terms of that. No, um, I I just don't know. Like, should should the government be intervening in something without having the research to back up what they're doing? So. You know, our government legalized uh, cannabis, right? We don't still don't understand the the effects of cannabis on yeah. like the human brain, like development, because people were smoking cannabis and consuming cannabis under the under the table before. So no one, I mean, maybe may have one off studies here and there, but you you would you don't have the the ground of research to know what it does to like the youth brain yeah. or whatever. But that shit is still legalized. Now you've got vaping on the other side. Um, that's currently quasi legal so yeah. there's some regulations around it not all regulations but now with these sensationalized uh, illnesses and deaths now they want to spur the government to action but don't you want the government to kind of sit there and research it first or someone to come up with a, a basis of research so they can make an informed decision and not just take a free choice away from people yeah i'm very libertarian in terms of with, with what you do with one's body Mm-hmm. And drug consumption is one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, hey, if this person wants to do, you know, consume this thing, let them do it. It's their choice, right? Why? I don't need like, the government telling someone else like what they can put in their body and what they can't. Mm-hmm. I know it's a little double-edged sword, just because like we have like public health, yeah. where or free healthcare. Mm-hmm. So, 
dumb fucking up their own body will result in me paying for their treatment. Yeah. But in, in this case, it's like, yeah, you can't just go out there and say, hey, we're going to stop all the sales. It just seems like an overreaction. I, I tend to agree with you. Like when, the, when you're telling me like, oh, seven deaths versus, you know, the smoke, like smoker. Let's grandfather that thing. In, mm-hmm. All right. Let's just shut down all that. I, I guess you don't see much advertisement for, for cigarettes anymore. None. The None, packaging right? is all plain. Yeah. Like, it's all plain to have like. It's hidden bu- behind the counter. So it's not even visible. Yeah. So it's you fun. have to know what you want to get. Right. Yeah. Um, and they also have those ugly pictures of like bad tonsils and yeah. like lungs, lungs and shit. Lungs. The, uh, oh, whatever you call it. The, the tonsil- stoma. Stoma. The, the hole in your throat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, like shit like that. Right. But they're still fine with it. Yeah. They're still letting it go. I mean, I could totally agree with you um, from the, the personal choice angle, right? Just give people the, the choice that they want to make. Give the, them the, the number knowledge. Of, the number of illnesses and deaths is relatively low. Like how – I want to know how is this front page news in North America yeah. while the opioid crisis is going like crazy all over the place? I went through East Hastings. Right. Yeah. People are dying like crazy over there. The op- opioid crisis spread across to the east in the U.S. Yep. In like that Rust Belt area or whatever, opioid crisis is like destroying everything. The big pharma is partly responsible for that. We're seeing some ramifications for them right now. Yeah. Fentanyl coming across the sea from China. Yeah. Into here, they're sending vape. They're sending those vape products here too, but like. Shouldn't the opioid crisis be like front and center? People, like a lot of people are dying off of that. Prince, way died. more people. Prince. Prince, yes. Mac Miller, yeah, yeah. Big names are dying from it. Yeah, and still, like, <laughs> for some reason, for some way, this stuff is now front page news. The opioid crisis is always going to be back back page news. Yeah, right. That should be front and center during the debates. You know, you got Joe Biden out there. You got Trump. Like everyone's going to be debating pretty damn soon. Yeah. Right. But I have a feeling some vaping questions are going to come up that are going to be take precedence over this, and I just wonder why. It's sensationalized, right? You're you're not you're not talking about like a suburb, a suburban family having to deal with fentanyl, yeah. like crisis. Fentanyl are typically for, you know, like the homeless or like lower income bracket. Mm-hmm. You got like Native Americans, or you know, well, is that the political correct way, Native? I, feel I don't like, know. I Aboriginals, like Aboriginals, more politically correct than calling them Indians. Yeah, but but there's Indian and Native Indian. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, um, you said Native American. True. Yeah, uh, Aborigines. Yeah, that's what they call yeah. them. Uh, that's what we're supposed to use in Canada. They're yeah. the one that's getting affected by this, and yeah. they never get the spotlight of it, right? Yeah, and it, it just it doesn't garner the vote. Only few people care about these uh, these minorities. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, when you think about, again, the visit that, um, I guess people probably haven't listened to our, our previous podcast. Nice. I like how you're plugging in our old ones. Our previous podcast about the, um, the, the Leafs episode that we just did, um, about the whole election thing. Um, I think, uh, in the liberal thing that had a scandal, with um, SNC Lavalin, I, I won't get into it because I don't really understand it. Yeah, but basically, out of that, Justin Trudeau got implicated in something. Two MPs left. Yeah, uh, uh, Jane Philpot and Jody <laughs> Ro- Jody Wilson Raybould. Jody Wilson Raybould, like Trudeau, was all about his 
um, minority cabinet, both women and like diverse faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordy Wilson-Raybould is an Aboriginal, um, part, or part Aboriginal. Um, she was representing that kind of community. I'm sure they have some representation from another MP or whatever, but... You know, we fucked up those people's lives, or Canada has fucked up those people's lives since Canada, since white Europeans first landed here. Yeah. Right? So, you know, we brought fucking disease, we brought alcohol, we brought everything, all the drugs. Like, yeah. we, we fucked those people up, we stole their land, we killed, killed them. Yeah. We put them in residential schools, took their children. Yeah. Like, what more could we possibly do to those people? I know we're getting off topic, mm-hmm. but, like, those issues are important. But I feel like also, when we're looking at drug crisis, and I know we're getting off topic because we were talking about vaping, now we're talking about like opioids. It's a good way to close that, that topic. But <laughs> like, remember the war on drugs in the States yeah. in like the 70s and 80s? Crack was introduced, like mm. all these black, poor communities, uh, Hispanic communities, minority communities getting hooked on that shit. All, and then in the States, it was a war on drugs. Yeah. Like, we have to punish these dealers we got to punish the users yeah we got to make sure that there's a crackdown on drugs like there shouldn't be any drugs all because minorities were using drugs mm-hmm. minorities were using marijuana marijuana a schedule one um yeah. drug now there's an opioid crisis affecting white people yeah like across north america white people in the rust belt and in the states now it's an issue now we have to stop this opioid crisis it's killing people yeah. We need some prevention methods we need help for these people like think about the goddamn contrast between those things it's insane yeah and it's very telling about the way society still works yeah like the struggle isn't recognized for everyone else that's not white yeah which which results in like overcompensation by white folks too yeah. which is what we live in nowadays you people, have all the all these people that are like super sensitive about yeah. You know, the PC culture, right? People talk a good game, but at the end of the day, the system is still rigged against people. Like, we spend our time talking about all this non, all this sh- stuff that really doesn't matter that much becomes so sensationalized when the core of society is still fucked up. Like, we talk about, like, all this, like, gender-neutral language and, and washrooms and all this stuff. Like, look, whatever you choose to do is fine. I hope society takes care of you and doesn't alienate you and you can live a free life. But still like the core of society and the people that need the most help are still being like screwed over by society. Yeah. Like majority of like, uh, what the U S prison system, they're holding people for possession of marijuana. Yeah. And as until they, who knows, like even one day remove it from schedule one or if they legalize it federally, Mm -hmm. Or we're getting into like U.S. things where we're we're definitely not educated in that sense to talk mm-hmm. about. But what does that mean? Are you gonna let them out? It's it's a system where they privatize their system, their mm-hmm. prison system. Yeah. So what's the incentive for these companies owning all these prison systems all across the side of the uh, U.S.? Mm-hmm. They want to keep. They only get paid if there's inmates. Yes. And if you start like decriminalizing everything and they let all these people out. Yeah. Where are you going to get your 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 inmates from? Where yeah. are you going to get that government money and that free labor too? Yeah, yeah, they're pressing license plate and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Their system is completely fucked up. Not saying Canada's correct because we have our fucking own flaws too, right? Yeah, and 
But when you look at it, it's just like a cyclical thing. Mm-hmm. You, you got, you know, first they, the way you wonder, oh, how, why is their economy so good? Mm-hmm. Why have them? Why have they been the top or like the top dog across the world? First, it's like World War Two. Yeah, they got all that money from because they sat out of it for half the fucking war, but yet yeah. they fucking trumpet that shit like they won it for us. Yeah, um, they got made money, made millions because they were just manufacturing all these uh, weapon for for the allies. Mm-hmm. And then when it came time, it's a good time to enter the war. They enter the war. Yeah. After that, when you look at it, they haven't fucking won a single war. Not that no. war, the winning a war is like a pro or thing, but yeah. look at all the war they ever gotten into. Well, they won wars by dropping two nukes. Well, right? yeah, that, that, that's the last war that they won. Right. But then, guess what? Everyone else built their own nukes too. Yeah. And now we're at fucking standstill. Everyone armed up. And now the U.S. realizing how profitable war is we talked about this last night yeah right the u.s is now getting into endless wars mm-hmm. across the globe because they re- i mean there's vested interests weapons manufacturers they realize how profitable this is yeah get into wars no matter how bad it, it bankrupts the country yeah just so those manufacturers people are making money off it it's not the everyday american people are losing their lives not just in America, but like innocent people, drone strikes, whatever, losing their lives. Someone realized how profitable it is, and it's been taking advantage ever since. Yeah. The you know the Gulf War, the war in Afghanistan after Twin Towers, war in Iraq. Now we're talking about like other wars that are now. Yeah, they're, they're in Yemen. Yeah, Yemen. Yeah. So they have a they have a piece in there. They're they're propping up like. A certain side i can't i don't know which side it is but mm-hmm. i know that they're they're part of it mm-hmm. they're they're no what's that term they're world police yeah but no one wants them to be the fucking police just yeah. fucking stay out of people's business yeah i mean you know you go in you topple one government or one faction i mean that's how we got isis right yeah and i don't pretend to be knowledgeable about this but the more variables you change like you never know what's going to happen after that. You create a power vacuum. All of yeah. a sudden, there's something worse that's developing on the other side. It's everything can be like is an analogy or where you kind of relate it to something else. It's just mm-hmm. like okay, well, you go into an ecosystem. Everything's balanced. This is how it runs mm-hmm. in a certain area. Uh, you know, Saddam Hussein, fucking crazy dictator. Mm-hmm. But guess what? He kept, you know, kept everything as balanced as possible mm-hmm. in that region right but who knows maybe when when he dies if he if he had died naturally it would have caused this thing yeah but you're talking about going in there toppling that government and all of a sudden you have no real plan yeah to what you're going to install democracy you know what democracy doesn't work everywhere no that's i think that's what they need to know because america is champion of democracy and that's what it is. And they, and every single other war, most of the war they fight, they that's their tagline. You know, we just want to give them a, a democracy. That's, you know, let them vote. That's fucking euphemism. They're blowing shit up. They're killing people. Yeah, that it's they're fucking firing, dropping bombs, missile. Like at first it was fucking flying a jet and dropping bombs. Right yeah. now they've like got a technique where they're using drones and dropping yeah. shit. But guess what? That drone technique is just going to be copycat by someone else, and yeah. which is happening right now yeah. in the Middle East. <laughs> and uh, It's just, for whoever tells me that like America is doing things right, and they're mm-hmm. like the peacekeeper, I don't believe it. I don't believe it anymore. 
maybe when I was like younger, mm-hmm. I believe it. Like, yeah. oh yeah, rah rah rah. Like the allies, U.S. They're, they're doing us good, mm-hmm. but they're not. They're just fucking out there. Everything is almost driven by some commercial game. Yeah, behind the scene. Where's the oil? Right. Yeah. Like if you go through history, everything that you see, governments are doing it not just for that area, right? They're doing it just because it's there's money involved. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Yeah. Why? Why else would you get involved in an endless war causing casualties? Someone is is you know filling their pockets with it. Yeah, but I feel the worst for soldiers that are signing up. Yeah. You know, young men, women signing up thinking that they're protecting you know democracy, protecting their mm-hmm. their their countries, but really they're they're just a number. Yeah. Used to you know make money for other corporations. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, get enticed by that. They think, oh, I get, I get some sort of education from it. Yeah. I can, I can, you know, take care of my family because I get, they get a wage. But I mean, it's just the risk they're taking, and they're being used as pawns. Yeah, it's it's kind of disheartening. Um, I, I don't really know what else to say. It's just unfortunate. Yeah, it's that's. That's what it kind of transitioned over to this HK thing. Unfortunately, we're always going to touch a little bit. I was thinking you're trying about, to avoid it. I was thinking about it. Yeah, but and, just this quick, yeah. quick, quick side note. It's just with Hong Kong protests going on, mm-hmm. and um, not all of the protests are demanding like people walking around with U.S. flags. But mm-hmm. every single time you have a group, there's always like someone that fucks things up, and unfortunately, the people that fucks things up is what comes up. Mm-hmm. For these fuck-ups, chanting, asking U.S. to liberate Hong Kong from China, it's the fucking most insane thing I've ever heard. Like, you know what? Everyone needs to educate themselves Mm -hmm. on both sides on on the situation. America's not the champion of anything. They're not a good guy. On on surface, maybe they are because they still operate in a democracy. But at the same time, when you... If you were to look behind the scene and understand where there's potential gain for U.S., mm-hmm. then you understand why they're in there, why they're okay with it, why their politicians coming out like Hillary Clinton saying, like, you know, tweeting yeah. and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone has something to gain in this conflict that's happening in that area. Yeah, I think when I think we saw images of people holding up US flags and posters in like the airport or like in the protests do I do, do these people really think that US is going to come and do anything for them they can't no they US do? will always fucking pick a fight with someone they punch down they're smart like we were well, talking about yesterday you can't yeah. punch up because no the baseball stadium the football stadium analogy you punch down you, yeah you, you have a seat that's higher you pick a fight with like the opposite team's fan yeah, in a lower seat, you have the advantage. You don't want to be punching up; you gotta be punching down. The art of war, man. That's yeah. less less than number whatever twenty. Fight on a higher ground. <laughs> like you think about um, uh, the U.S. Uh, I don't even know where I was going with this. I lost my train. I thought with the stadium <laughs> analogy killed me right there. Um, the flags and like what aren't, I'm coming in. Do you think that those protesters are just doing that to be a troll? Like. Nothing probably infuriates China more than seeing a U.S. flag. No, at the because protest right now, when you're looking at it, 
1970s, 1980s. It was Cold War time still. You got、mm-hmm. Russia versus U.S. You have、mm-hmm. communism versus like、uh, democracy, right? Yeah. Now the champion capitalism. Capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.、Uh, now you have two different ideology. You know, China is、mm-hmm. the one that's champion of one side. U.S. still the champion of democracy.、Mm-hmm. And when you look at it, who has the most to gain of all this like unrest? U.S. Yeah. Because China's making way globally because、mm-hmm. they were they isolated themselves for what since World War II、mm-hmm. up until I think the 1980s before they opened it up. Yeah,、uh, they isolated themselves. They were trying to build within in terms of you know what we got fucking humiliated. Everything about it, you know,、mm-hmm. Japan coming in to occupy a small little island that、yeah. you know before it was China influencing them. Now it's、yeah. like. You know, they came over, took over,、mm-hmm. pretty much ransacked the whole thing. They、mm-hmm. ran the whole thing.、Mm-hmm. We're gonna go internally, figure things out, and then come up with a plan of how to become domination. Because in China, the China like in Chinese、uh, translation, it's like center Earth, right,、mm-hmm. or a center nation. So they think of themselves at the as the middle,、mm-hmm. and they want to spread their influence out. And now、yeah. they're finally spreading influence. Yeah. And the only thing, you know, when you take away something. Someone's got to lose it for you to get that piece of pie. Yeah, and the person that's losing out, or like the nations that's losing out, is is U.S. Yeah, and it's not it's not uncommon for U.S. to cause their tactics in the CIA senses not to go directly.、Mm-hmm. They go underground, and it's been kind of exposed multiple places,、mm-hmm. like Iraq. You got、um, Venezuela causing unrest. Like now, Venezuela is complete. Is it's a complete mess, but no one's covering that. Yeah, and you know, all thanks to this because. Like last night, I said the media is pushing this topic and basically、mm-hmm. sheltering everything else because、yeah. they want to put put this issue on blast.、Yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah, I mean anything that's anti-China right now is front page news, right? Like I don't like like I said at the beginning of this podcast, nothing gets in place in the news broadcast by accident. Yeah, it's always there. For, why is the Hong Kong protest always the lead story? Mm-hmm. Like almost every morning on on the news, yeah, it's because a, a certain agenda wants to be pushed. Yeah, the anti anti China agenda wants to be pushed by by the media. Um, yeah, like your opioid, like the opioid crisis you're talking about,、yeah. it's still there, but it's、oh. not. It was a big topic a couple、yeah. months or maybe a year or two、mm-hmm. ago, but now it's kind of like on the sideline. You know, there's other to- there's other like conflicts、yeah. around the globe that's actually there's actual deaths, yeah, and that doesn't get reported or doesn't even get half or like half the coverage, yeah. That this this is get. I mean, in, in terms of this one, you had one person that was shot by a gun, yeah. Um, this this past week, right? Um, and it was like, it was pretty big news. Like one person got shot. Well, dude, I, I'm not insensitive to that、yeah. one person. But like, look at North America, right? You have police are shooting unarmed people every day, yeah, for worse reasons than what we're seeing overseas.、Mm-hmm. Yet one person gets shot. Prob, I don't want to say probably, but I mean, as you were pointing out yesterday, people are physically combating police officers, reaching for their weapon. Yeah, right. You're gonna get shot. Yeah. When you go grab someone like a police officer's firearm, yeah, what do you what did you expect, right? It's I I don't want to go into it just because I don't want to I don't want to be taken side. I just、yeah. think it's 
I, I oh. see both sides, and it's just there's yeah. no way to end it. Oh no, That's it's not it. even about taking sides. It's just, um, I mean, it's we, not about we've seen sides. the same thing in North America, right? Like no one gave a fuck. You know, all these all these you know, black people or minorities getting like killed by police. It's the reason why we had this whole um, Colin Kaepernick taking kneel during the anthem yeah. thing, which also drawing the parallel to Hong Kong. I'm, sh- I'm sure we've talked about this previously. He was doing a thing for one thing about like police brutality. Other people jumped on his kneeling protest for other shit. Yeah, ended up diluting the cause. Then all these politicians like Trump or whatever started talking shit because people diluted the cause. All of a sudden, the cause wasn't about what he originally started it to be about. Yeah. Now draw a parallel to Hong Kong and and other places where there's unrest. They started out for a certain reason. You had protesters that were doing a good thing. Like, they were protesting against this extradition law. They were doing a a very orderly, organized protest. You have all these idiots, the extreme extreme people that are diluting the cause of of these good people. And then you're making it more extreme. I mean, it's exactly what the opposition side needs needs to go in and create doubt. Yeah. People talk about how police, they, uh, I'm... You know, I occasionally drop the the verse "fuck the popo," yeah. especially when it comes to speed and tickets and shit. Yes. But when you look at it, it, it is a tough job, right? I get like all these. Um, for example, we're using Hong Kong as an example. You have all these protests; they're hating on the police officers. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The police officer also goes home to their family, mm-hmm. and their the rest of their family is not a, a police officer. Mm-hmm. So. Do you not think that they're also probably with you on the protests? Mm-hmm. And they're, it's, it's just a very tough situation to be in. And I don't typically side with like police officers too much on, on things. But mm-hmm. in this case, it's like, what do you want them to do, right? If, if you get beat by it, and in the novel that I read, it's like when people start wearing masks and they start, like you lose identity, you just become part of a number. Mm-hmm. You can beat someone easily. And until you look at someone in the face, in mm-hmm. their eyes... Mm-hmm. You don't recognize like the humanity of it, right? You when you look at someone in the eye, you can't say it's like saying, "Oh, well, say it to my face." You'll never say an insult to someone else's face because you realize, like, okay, well, what I'm saying is actually going to affect that person. Yeah, and like it's like, oh, if I'm beating on this person, you think those protesters are looking straight in their eye and fucking like beating on that cop? Yeah, like if the cops see if they make eye contact, there's got to be a glimpse, like a moment yeah. where there's yeah. like, "Fuck, this is a person yeah. that has a family that they have to get on, get home to." Mm-hmm. I can't just beat them, right? Yeah. And it's just like everyone's just putting on their, their mask, like the police officer side is putting on their mask and they're beating other people that they don't see. It's like you, you don't, you for, for in that moment, you're, you're not recognizing that person as just being a person. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really where it is. Everyone's just like, they, they stopped it. It's like you're either my side or, or, or not on my side. And that's the case for everything now. Like, yeah. you know, like Matthew's thing. Yeah, yeah. You're either team Matthews or team Tavares or yeah. politics. You're either a Democrat or a Republican. Yeah, like you're either a conservative or a liberal. Yeah, you're either there's, feminist or you're not feminist. There's nothing. There's no in between ground. There's yeah, a, there's a list of issues that a conservative stands for. There's a list of issues that a liberal stands for. You have to stand for all of these issues. You can't deviate on one of them, or else someone's going to attack you. Yeah, right. You have to either take it's all or nothing. Yeah, right. You can't be in the middle, right? Because no, also no one's going to listen to you if you're in the middle. Hey guys, let's sit down. Let's let's talk about this. Let's debate. Shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, we're having an argument here. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, but it, and and it always moves back to like 
the internet, right? Like it makes it so easy to find your community. Mm-hmm. And it's just the same situation here right now. And if you if you want to go online and you want to find a group that, you know, basically believes in everything that you believe in, you can do it. It's easily. And you're just like in that vacuum, you're just like feeding each other. You're just building up each other. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I hate this thing. You know what? Yo, check out this video. Oh, more police brutality and all that shit. You're just going to keep building up the hate. Yeah. And I thought like we're we're smart, not we're smart enough but like we understand that there's an if you go online you can find whatever you want yeah. to find there's two sides to every story there's bias in every story um i've seen some things too and i, I don't really go on facebook a lot but I, you know, some form people i used to go to elementary school with uh, i've seen you know some people that i know posting things and i always want to kind of ask them hey what's this all about tell me what this is about instead of just posting about it you know, let's talk about this but yeah. i find myself not not really wanting to get into it. Anymore. Yeah, I, I tend to not engage yeah. in, in, in in these stuff. Yeah, and people respect. I mean, I don't want to you know big myself up. People respect the fact that I'm willing to listen and talk about certain things. Like I went to my massage therapist, and she's from Hong Kong. Yeah, like, and she kept wanting to, to talk to me about it and ask me questions because like she t- could tell that like I have a reasonable opinion. And I want to talk about certain things, and I've been to Hong Kong before. Yeah, and you know I could kind of reason with her and talk to her about it so you know people are trying to engage me in it but i don't want to i also don't want to get too deep into it yeah it's 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 interesting but i think there's at the end of the day there might be better things to talk about yeah um i I, you wish the best for the people over there as Mm -hmm. well um people are getting really upset over here about it you know you could tell even like yesterday amongst our friends like people are getting upset yeah like it's it's like you know what our family left that old that world back there mm-hmm. right like they want to build things there like why i get it, you you want to keep track of how how things mm-hmm. are doing back back in your motherland or what whatever the case mm-hmm. it might be but you can't bring that shit that energy over here mm-hmm. especially in in canada where everything's so diverse right you're you're it's like indians having to work with pakistanians yeah you know you don't bring that into a workplace you don't yeah. fucking like you know at lunchtime, you just whip your bowl of curry in some other person's yeah. face, right? Yeah. While, like, the, P- the Pakistanians, like, eat that meat in front of, an, uh, like, a vegan Indian or something. Yeah. You don't do that shit. Yeah. You got to live, like, learn how to live. Like, this is an example. This is where we left yeah. the old world to come here and, you know, enjoy this life. And you know what? Better to, better your area, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, fix yourself mm-hmm. than fix other people. Not not fix other people. Yeah. Just, like, lead by example, right? Like, fuck. I don't know. To me, with, with this, I sometimes get the impression that with all the stuff we have going on in this country, all the the, the hot button topics, the the crisis, the election coming up, I sometimes feel like you know you're living here now. People are living here now. People care less about life here than they do about life that the life that they mostly left behind. There's got relatives over there. I understand your concern for your relatives the land that you were born in but like i see these protests downtown you know for one cause or the other um again the hong kong thing is the biggest thing right now so people that people are protesting in both toronto and i saw it in vancouver when i was there yeah like life is here now there's there's shit here that's going like crazy like we did have the climate protests we have all sorts of things that are going on with our government that are going awry but people don't seem to care too much about that. Now it's about something that's overseas. Yeah. That's mostly a life that you left behind. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't tell people not to care. But 
there's things here that people should probably care more about. Yeah, the one that the the things that affects you yeah. more directly than what's happening over there. Yeah, yeah, keep track of it. You know. Yeah, like I said, what what can you do, right? Over here, unless you're over there making the change itself. Mm-hmm. You're just feeding into that cycle. You're just spitting out more content in terms of, oh, you know what? I agree. You know what? This guy, I agree. Mm. I agree with him. I like his comment. Let me go and comment, you know, keep talking about it. Or you can go and then fight someone else on it, right? Mm. Why, why are we picking fights? Like, that's, that's what I don't understand. Like, even internally for, for us, we have different viewpoints. Yeah. Like, other people have different viewpoints within our group of friends. We don't talk about it. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, this election too is is an is an example of it, right? When you look at it on a more big scale, mm. nothing matters. <laughs> not not nothing matters, but there's other things that yeah. need, we need to look at. Yeah, like okay, we're we're running out of like fucking fresh water. Mm-hmm. We're letting corporations go and like bottle up water when it should be like free resource, not free mm-hmm. resource, but resources that we shouldn't be paying for, mm-hmm. and you know climate change and all that shit and no one ever talks about it right or people talk about it but they realistically don't do anything about it yeah that's like material yeah here's my family yeah <laughs> yes you have changed you just yeah. stopped on this podcast and started just waving at him <laughs> well family matters matter right yeah. so yeah but uh this is a good place to stop yeah uh, stop so i can talk to your your kid yeah uh, i can see that you want to go and chill with him. i know i'm now distracted from you yeah yeah, so we'll, we'll sign off. All right, thanks for listening. All right, peace. Oh, let the sun beat down upon my face.